Hello and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live. Well, hello again, COS supporters, and welcome back to another edition of COS Live. My name is Andrew Lush, and I will be your host for this episode. As you might notice, my co-host Rita Peters is not with us again. Uh, she's been very, very busy with legislative affairs because she is the senior vice president for legislative affairs. We have a great show lined up for you. Uh, we are doing something a little different. Usually we have a guest and we interview them and we give you some updates. But what we're going to be doing today is we're going to share with you a very special speech from uh, one of our uh, one of our endorsers of Convention of States. And he was at a recent rally in North Carolina. We'll get to that in a moment. But I want to remind you to follow us on social media. It's so important that you follow us on all of our various social media platforms. One, it helps us grow the show, but two, it helps grow awareness of Article 5. And again, it is the secret weapon that our founding fathers gave to us. It empowers we the people to call a convention of states. It's the secret weapon that the swamp monsters in DC don't want you knowing about. So follow us on MeWe, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Getter, uh, TikTok, wherever you're getting your social media buzz, make sure that you're liking our content and that you are also sharing our content out there. Uh, you can also listen to this show and all of the archived legacy content that we have by searching Convention of States uh, wherever you podcast from. We'd also like you to stay in the know when it comes to important COS messages and updates. You can text START to 54555. That's START to 54555 if you want to get important uh, COS messages. And you know what? This is just a really great way to bypass big tech censorship because it is out there. We want to avoid it as much as possible. We want to stay in contact with you as well. All right. So uh, before we get to the show, uh, I also want to remind one last thing. Make sure that you're checking out the Battle Cry with COS co-founder Mark Meckler. Our fearless leader goes live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. It's a great show that you need to check out. He always has great insights on what's going on in the country. And of course, he ties in how the Convention of States project is the solution as big as the problem. And we also air this program every every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure that you're coming in and checking us out every week to get important updates. So as I said at the beginning, we're going to be showing you some clips from a inspiring speech that was delivered by none other than Colonel Alan West. He is one of our endorsers and he is just, he's fired up in this speech. You can just tell that he is energized. He is ready to go. He's, he's poised and he really inspires the people at this rally. Again, this rally happened uh, a few weeks ago, and there was over 500 people at this rally, and they showed up in 90-degree weather. The, the heat is blistering, but that did not deter our amazing, dedicated patriots who showed up in droves for this rally, and they showed up to hear many of the speakers, like Colonel Allen West, uh, if you are a uh, if you are a a person in North Carolina, go to www.conventionofstates. Take action. We need people like you and people like the supporters and volunteers that showed up into to this rally to take action. We need you involved in the fight for liberty. So after this speech is over, go to the take action page and get involved in this fight for liberty. All right, we're going to show you this speech from Colonel Allen West. Enjoy the show. 
You know, we all know who Colonel Allen West is. We, we all know the Lieutenant Colonel from Fox News. We know him from all his appearances all over the country. We know him and love him for what he's done in the great state of Texas, his adopted home state. We know that he ran for governor. We wish he would have won. He'd have been a much better governor. We'd have had a better governor. But we know him as a warrior. We know him as a man who is true to principle. We know him as a rock star. I travel around the country. I know he hates when I say this stuff, so I know he's cringing back here. But he's a rock star. You walk through an airport with, with Alan, and everybody wants his autograph, right? And you go, and it doesn't matter. It's not about party. It's not about race. It's not about anything. People know him, and he's very attractive because he's a man of principle. I know an Alan that most of you guys don't get to see because I've done events with him all around the country. And you never know when you meet somebody who's famous, that's known you, they're in the media, they're in the news, everybody knows their name, everybody knows their face. For a lot of people that does something to their head and they feel that way about themselves. I'm important, people need to treat me special. So I'm gonna tell you what it's like traveling with Alan West. We get to events early and Alan is there like, what can I do to help? Can I set up chairs? Can I move tables? Is there anything I can do? And I'm used to when you have a keynote speaker, usually the keynote speaker blows in, and then as soon as their speech is over, they blow out and they're gone. Usually they have an entourage with them, kind of keeping people away. They shuffle them and shuffle in and out. And here's the thing about Alan, and the reason I love him so much as a man, as a friend, because at the very end of the event, when there's just a few organizers left, he's there putting away chairs, or pushing a broom, or doing whatever needs to be done. That's an American hero. So it is an honor and a privilege and a pleasure to introduce you to a good man and a great man, my friend, Alan West. I love you, brother. Love you. Oh, wow, thank you. Uh, how's everyone doing? Hey, you know what's real funny? Some of y'all came here like in the beginning of the, of the today, and y'all were like white. Now y'all gonna be leaving darker than me. So I'm gonna go right to the point. I'm gonna get to what is the issue of this morning. It's a great day for me to be back here in North Carolina. I spent five years. I was supposed to put this on you. I know I'm incompetent. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. My apologies. I just got told I made the terrible mistake. I didn't mic you up. There you go. Now they can hear you online. You know, once upon a time, I was somebody and I could make him do push ups. <laughs> I can't make him do anything now. The question is could I do push ups? Yeah, I think you could. God bless. But I spent five years of my military career just right down the road at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Then also, they shipped me over to the Marines for another three years. Uh, yeah, okay, paid political announcement from Uncle Sam's misguided children. But anyhow, I got a chance to be down there, and if you ask my daughters today what was their favorite duty station, they would say North Carolina. So it's an honor to be here in the Tar Heel State with each and every one of you. It's an honor to be back here with Convention of States, North Carolina. The last time I was here on this green, we were working on the North Carolina House. We got it through the North Carolina House, and now it's time to get it through the North Carolina Senate. And that's why we're gonna make it happen. That's why we're gonna get it done. The important thing I want you to understand, why are we here? You know, I tell people this is my American Express credit card. Remember they say in American Express, you don't leave home without it? It's the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of the United States of America. 
And on 31 July, I took an oath to this incredible document. So why are we here today is real simple. Article 5, United States Constitution. The Congress, whenever two-thirds of both houses shall deem it necessary, shall propose amendments to this Constitution, or on the application of the legislatures of two-thirds of the several states, and if you want to know math, that's 34, shall call a convention for proposing amendments, which in either case shall be valid to all intents and purposes as part of this Constitution when ratified by the legislatures of three-fourths of several states, as 38, or by the conventions in three-fourths thereof, as the one or the other mode of ratification may be proposed by the Congress, provided that no amendment which may be made prior to the year 1808 shall in any manner affect the first and fourth clauses in the ninth section of the first article and that no state without its consent shall be deprived of its equal suffrage in the Senate. That's why you're here. Article 5 of the Constitution. Now, Mark has a great little thing here that he's handing out to folks. It's called Supporters of the Convention of States, and I'm honored to be one of those. But on the other side, it says Opponents of Convention of States. Hillary Clinton. Howard Dean, George Soros, La Raza, MoveOn.org, Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood founded by a white supremacist and a racist by the name of Margaret Sanger. Planned Parenthood that has 71% of their clinics in black communities. Planned Parenthood that's responsible for over 20 million murders of unborn black babies in the world. They're against Convention of States. If you want to side with a white supremacist organization, then stand against Convention of States. That's what you need to be telling those folks that are over there in that building. And let me tell you something. They're up there in those windows. They're watching. And they need to know that they work for you. And you don't work for them. And you're sitting out here in this hot North Carolina sun sending them a message. A message that says that this Constitution of the United States of America, in Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution, it lists the 18 things, just 18 things, that are the jurisdiction, duties, and responsibilities of the federal government and the founding fathers and that final amendment of our Bill of Rights. In the Tenth Amendment, it said all of those powers not reserved to the federal government are not in not guaranteed to the federal government are reserved to the states and to the people. And they gave us Article 5 as a tool, as a means of making sure that we kept the federal government in that dot in that box because the Constitution of the United States of America is a restrictive document on the powers of the federal government. But yet, when we have a person that is the resident of the Oval Office, sorry, that's just me, and he comes out and continuously says that no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. Every single person here, soldier, sailor, airman, marine, coast guardsman, that took an oath to support and defend the Constitution, that's a slap in our face. For him to stand up and say that our First Amendment, Second, Third, Fourth, Fifth, Sixth, Seventh, Eighth, Ninth, Tenth, no amendment is absolute. So, hey, Joe, how about the 13th and 14th Amendments? You want me to go back and be a slave? 
How about the amendment that allows women to be able to go and vote? Should that be taken away from them? Our Second Amendment right, because our founding fathers understood what happened on April the 19th of 1775 was that the British were marching inland to Concord, Massachusetts to destroy a weapons and armaments factory because the Sons of Liberty were being supplied by. Those patriots came out on a little piece of green, not as big as this, and they took on the greatest power that the world knew at that time because they understood an armed individual is a citizen. A disarmed individual is a subject. And you just heard earlier about what happened in Venezuela. So if we have a president that says that no amendment to the Constitution is absolute, that's an impeachable offense. And that's why we have Article 5. So the states can get the federal government and these type of unconstitutional actions back into the box. When you have a person that I serve with in Congress, Representative Cicilline from Rhode Island, who there in a hearing would say, I do not want to hear about your constitutional rights BS. That person should not be sitting there as a representative of the United States of America. Because you're supposed to be there to support our Constitution, to uphold our Constitution. And if you believe that our constitutional rights are BS, you do not deserve the right and the privilege to be a member of the United States House of Representatives or the United States Senate. And so it is up to you in this moment in time to let your voices be heard to say that we the people, I saw someone had a t-shirt out there that said, we the people are pissed. You doggone right we're pissed. Because every time I go to the gas pump, I'm pretty upset. When I go to the grocery store, I'm upset. When I look at what has happened in just 18 months, when inflation in the United States of America used to be 1.4%, now it's up to 82 to 8.3%. You look at the price of gas, you look at everything out there, you look at what is going on our borders. You cannot tell me that you can implement an ideological agenda to open up the borders in the United States of America. The Founding Fathers wrote in Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution that there are two things, the Guarantee Clause, that the federal government is supposed to guarantee to every state in the Union. Number one, a Republican form of government. Not a Republican party, a Republican form of government. What is a Republican form of government? America is a constitutional republic. And therefore, being a constitutional republic, number one, you're supposed to abide by and stand by the rule of law, which is the Constitution of the United States of America. Number two, the most preeminent and important person in the United States of America is the individual. Their rights, their freedoms, their liberty, their sovereign. Every single person in the United States of America is sovereign because your rights come from a sovereign God. God with a big G, not God government with a little g. And if you don't abide by that, you're in violation of the Constitution, you're in violation of the Guarantee Clause, and the second thing that the federal government is supposed to guarantee to every state in the Union is to protect us from invasion. Millions upon millions coming across the border to the United States of America. Who would have ever thought that we'd have a federal government that would be aiding and abetting a drug trafficking crisis? There are more Americans dying from fentanyl overdoses in the United States of America. The number one killer, 18 to 45. Last year, over 100,000. But you don't hear anyone talk about that. The human and sex trafficking crisis that we have. I live in Texas. Rick lives in Texas. Mark lives in Texas. Texas is the number one state in the United States of America for human and sex trafficking. Houston and Dallas are the top two cities in the United States of America for sex trafficking. 
See, the left, they went after President Trump over a stupid phone call. We need to go after them for undermining our constitutional republic, our individual sovereignty, and the sanctity of the longest running republic that the world has ever known. And that's what Article 5 gives you the ability to do. And I'm sick and tired of people making all of these excuses. This has got to be a runaway thing. Well, guess who came up with that propaganda nonsense? The same people that are opponents of the Convention of States. You know, I had someone recently say to me, I was out in Colorado, hey, hey, Colonel, you support that Convention of States thing? I said, absolutely I do. Why do you support it? It's in the Constitution. Well, that doesn't mean that we have to use it. Well, you know, what country are you from? If it's in our Constitution, if it's in our rule of law, that's something that the Founding Fathers, with their incredible godly inspiration and their prescience, said that there will be a day when man will look after, and woman, look after their own interests, their self-interest, their special interests, their ideological agenda, because now we have the progressive socialist left that is elevating their ideological rights over our constitutional rights. And the Founding Fathers left us many tools, and Article 5 is one of those. And here in North Carolina, we need to convince these senators to do the right thing. Either you stand with the people or you stand with these folks here that are the opponents of the Convention of States. If you stand with the rule of law and the Constitution, you stand against them. It's just that cut and dry. And it is time that we understand that there's nothing hard out there. I, I served in the military for 22 years. Monday of this week, 78 years ago, let, let me tell you about something hard. When the ramp went down on those Higgins boats on Omaha and Utah beaches, when the rangers, they shot those catapults up there to scale the cliffs of Pont du Hoc. When the night prior, member, members of the 82nd and 101st Airborne Division jumped in behind enemy lines. That's hard. But to find the courage to stand up for what this document, that's not hard. It's just a matter of do you believe in this nation or do you not? Do you believe in understanding what federalism is? Do you believe in understanding that the true power of the United States of America is not up in Washington, D.C. with the federal government, is here at the state level, is here with each and every one of you that are sitting out here getting a real good tan? So I'm telling you, Rick just talked about it. We ain't got time for summer soldiers. We ain't got time for sunshine patriots. We don't have time for people to give a lot of lip service. Now is the time for you to step into this gap. One of the great stories of ancient military history that I love to share comes from 480 BC. It was the Battle of Thermopylae. When Xerxes, the king of Persia, had his million man enslaved army, and he decided to attack and subjugate the Hellespont, which was Greece, because they believed in this thing about individual freedom and liberty. They believed in this new process of representative democracy. Xerxes did not want to have any of that. And the word came out that Xerxes was mar marching toward Greece. And all of the city-states decided they would run away, except for one. When it came to the Spartan warrior king, Leonidas, he went to the Spartan ephors, the counselors that oversaw the city-state of Sparta, and he asked for the entire Spartan army 
to go and stand in the gap. But they refused because of a religious festival that was coming up, and he would violate that religious festival. Leonidas didn't say it's too hard. Leonidas didn't say he's going to quit. Leonidas said, okay, I'm just going to take my personal guard of 300. As I look out here today, we got 300. And on the first day of that battle, when Xerxes and the Persians told the Spartans in the gap at Thermopylae to lay down their weapons to surrender, to subjugate, they didn't understand that the Spartans lived by a special code, the code of Lycurgus. It was no surrender, no retreat. And so their reply on that day, two words in Greek, two words that you'll find right there on my forearm, which would be my sword arm. Molong, lave. Come, take. The interesting thing about these two words are that on October the 2nd of 1835, when the Mexican cavalry showed up in a little town called Gonzales, Texas, because they wanted a cannon back, some Texans stood there on another little piece of green, and they said the English words that translate to Molong, lave. They said, come and take it. This is your moment to stand in the gap. This is your moment to stand against tyranny. This is your moment to stand against totalitarianism. This is your moment to make sure that the longest running constitutional republic that the world has ever known will be passed on to subsequent generations. Rick talked about it. The increased devotion that you have to give to those who made the last full measure of devotion. Those were part of the words of the Gettysburg Address. Why? So that the government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not perish from the earth. That's your challenge. Your legacy is not about what type of car you will have. It's not about what type of house you have or how big it is. It's not about your bank account. It's not about your 401k, which is really sucking right now, thanks to Joe Biden. But it is not about any of the personal, finite possessions that you have. Your legacy is whether or not 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, your generations after you, your descendants will be able to come on this incredible green and remember what you did today, standing in the gap for them, so that we could make sure that the federal government stayed in the box that they're supposed to be in. So I'm going to ask you all to stand up. Everybody within my voice, stand up. Put your heels together in the position of attention. I want you to raise your right hand. I want you to repeat these words. I, state your full name, do solemnly swear that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that I take this obligation freely without any purpose of evasion or mental reservation. So help me God. The Article 5 of the Constitution of the United States of America is now something that you said that you will support and defend. Now go out and do it. Now everybody, turn and face that building right there.
And on the count of three, I want you to shout out COS. One, two, three. One more time. One, two, three. One more time. One, two, three. God bless you. Let's make North Carolina the 20th state for the convention of states. Thank you so much. Wow, that was a very inspirational speech from Colonel Allen West. We heard from uh, several state senators that the crowd was just, it was amazing to see how big that crowd was. Uh, and no better person than Colonel Allen West to end the rally there in North Carolina. It was just such a, an enormous crowd. 500 plus people showed up to hear the various speakers they heard to, they were there to hear Colonel Allen West. And it was just very inspiring. If you were inspired by this speech, but you're ready to do more, you're ready to be turned from a mere voter to a citizen activist, make sure that you go to www.conventionofstates forward slash take action. On that page, you're gonna see the various roles that you can apply for. We have leadership roles in every single category. We take you, we take your talent, we plug you in and get you engaged in this fight for liberty. Like I said at the very beginning, this is a movement that is driven by we the people. We need, as a, as, a, as a body of people, we need to get engaged and to help call this convention by touching our representatives. The Founding Fathers gave our state legislators the power to call a convention, but we the people need to influence them and tell them we want this convention to happen. It's not going to go anywhere without we the people behind it. We can have Great speakers like Colonel Allen West, like Steve Dace, Rick Santorum, Mark Meckler. I mean, the list can go on and on. The great people that are behind this movement, Mark Levin, Ron DeSantis, Ben Shapiro, all the biggest names in the conservative movement have agreed that we need to call a convention, but we're not going to get there just by having big names and huge endorsements. We need we the people. And we have it in 19 states so far. We, the people have showed up in 19 states to get this done, but we need to get to 34. So help us get to 34 by going to www.conventionofstates.com forward slash take action so that you can get involved in this fight. All right, that's it for us this week. We'll see you next, uh, next Tuesday for another edition of COS Live. But remember, politics is not a spectator sport. You have to get involved in this fight. You have to get on the front lines. You can't just watch from the sidelines, you gotta get in the fight, you gotta get your face, Mark, you've got to do it because your country needs you. This has been the podcast version of COS Live. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.